Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This is Amy Bailey, your host, and I have a little bit of a sensitive topic today. So if you have little ears in your car or listening, you may want to pause this and come back to it later. We will just be talking about um, intimacy and some body parts. So I just wanted to kind of give you a little heads up there. But Today, we are going to be talking about something called vaginismus, and I have been wanting to record this podcast for a while now, but I wanted to wait until it wasn't as sensitive, maybe, um, to my heart. I had an incident with a client recently where the client was just given bad advice, and in my eyes, it was completely reckless and not safe for the client to progress forward with the information that she was given. So I feel like it's really important to set the record straight and give people good, safe advice when they're dealing with intimate subjects. So we'll just dive in. I'll tell you a little bit about vaginismus and then treatment suggestions for it. And as always, we have a lot of pelvic floor physical therapists in Nashville and the surrounding areas. So we are well equipped here to handle anybody who might suspect they have vaginismus, but I know that that's not the case in all areas. So if you feel like after listening to this episode that you might have vaginismus, you can certainly reach out to me and I will help you direct you to finding a pelvic floor PT in your area or even doing a um, just a coaching consult with you to see how we can figure out how to get you help. So Okay, moving on. So vaginismus is a condition where you have an involuntary muscle spasm in your pelvic floor. And this involuntary spasm means you have no control over it. But when you try to insert anything into your vagina, you are not able to tolerate it. Either A, it won't go in, or B, it is painful. And there are different causes to this and different types of vaginismus, but if you have ever experienced difficulty with penetration, is what we call it. So penetration would be anything attempting to go into your vaginal canal. So this could be a tampon, this could be a finger, it could be a penis, it could be anything. I'm sure your mind will go wild here with different options that could be inserted. But it is an involuntary muscle spasm, so it makes penetration either difficult and or painful, okay? So the pain can range. It can be anywhere from mildly painful and just the object will not be able to be inserted or it can be very painful. In fact, it's so painful that your whole body clenches up and you don't even want to participate in the activity. I have heard people come to me and say, you know, I've never been able to use tampons. Even since I started menstruation as a young girl, I have never been able to use tampons. So this might sound familiar to you. It's actually more common than you think. I know a lot of times when people come to me with this condition, they feel very alone. They feel like they are the only ones that have ever dealt with this. And I want you to know that you are not alone. And I don't have statistics with me um, off the top of my head about how common this disorder is, but I do see it quite a bit in my practice. So It is not uncommon. You are not alone, and it's okay to reach out for help. There is help for this condition. 
Um, so I told you there were different types. So it can be primary, and that is the example of the person who has never been able to use tampons or tolerate insertion of any kind. And this is just from the very beginning. Or it can be what we call secondary, which means, you know, I used to be able to put in a tampon, but now I can't. Or I used to be able to tolerate intercourse, and now I can't. So there, those two different types, um, they don't affect the treatment plan and they don't affect the diagnosis. But I just want you to understand that just because you, at one point in your life, were able to tolerate inserting something into your vagina and now you can't, it still can be called vaginismus, okay? So the causes can be multiple different causes. So I just like to lump them into two categories. And so it could be a physical cause such as your hymen, there could be a problem with the hymen, um, either A, never fully ruptured, or it could be a genetic problem with the hymen where it's not able to rupture unless there's an intervention to it. Um, there could also be just general muscle tension from a past injury, from falling on your butt at some point, or a leg fracture, or just for whatever reason, high stress in your body and you're holding tension. Um, and it doesn't have anything to do with... Um, anything happening to your pelvic floor necessarily, but your whole body is carrying tension. Um, you could also suffer from decreased lubrication, vaginal lubrication, which can also cause your pelvic floor to involuntary spasm and create um, pain and dryness there, okay? Um, it could be from trauma, um, physical trauma to um, either that's um, an episiotomy after giving birth or a vaginal tear or either sexual trauma at some point in your life. So those can either be physical traumas, but they also can be emotional traumas. So I said I was going to kind of put it into two categories. The first one is physical. The second one is emotional. And actual physical trauma can lead to emotional trauma in that area of our body. It's a very sensitive area that holds just so much emotion. But the emotional trauma may not be related to a tear or um, a vaginal, um, an episiotomy, or even even sexual trauma, you may have emotional trauma, just um, a fear of intimacy or fear of intercourse or anxiety related to putting something foreign inside of your own body. So sometimes the cause isn't as straightforward as we like to think. Sometimes we don't know why we have this barrier emotionally to putting something inside of our body, um, but that is something that we can certainly work through and learn how to relax our nervous system and our musculoskeletal system in order to tolerate penetration, if that is something that you want to happen. Um, so I told you that this podcast really came about because of some reckless information that was given to a client. So I had a client come to me and um, she actually approached me because she wanted to learn how to use something called a dilator. And this is something that physical therapists will recommend to clients with vaginismus. And dilators are meant to go inside the vagina and they are shaped very similarly to a tampon or a penis and they vary in material that they're made of and sizes. And so typically when a physical therapist prescribes these to a client, we know, because we've done an assessment, what size to start with and how to progress a patient working through these. Now, I'd want to kind of put in a caveat here. A dilator is not required to treat vaginismus, but it can be a very helpful tool. Some people are very close to the idea of using something foreign. And um, if you can't mentally get past that barrier, then a dilator won't be helpful for you either. But I just kind of want to give you options and, and let you know that there are devices that are made to go inside the vagina to help with vaginismus, okay? 
Um, but the information that was given to my client was to, and let me let you know, this client has never been able to tolerate a vaginal exam, a tampon, and she has never attempted intercourse. So the um, provider actually told her to go buy three sizes of candles and put a condom over them and insert those into her vagina. Um, so uh, there's multiple problems with this information. Um, the, <laughs> I still struggle a little bit with this scenario because there are many items that are made to be inserted into the vagina and a candle is just not one of them. So I feel like this provider could have gone um, multiple different routes and still been within the realm of okay. Um, but I don't feel like a candle is anything and that we should be recommending to this specific client, especially um, who has never had anything in her vagina um, to start with. So the she did not tell her what size candles. Um, so I know there are multiple sizes from birthday cake candles to pillar candles to um, scented, not scented electric candles. Like they're just so my mind kind of one runs wild with this one. And I just feel like it's just not safe. And luckily this client had um, enough of a red flag that she did not go buy candles, but she was also just not given instruction. Let's say that the candle was the right object to use. She wasn't told how often. She wasn't told how to insert it. She wasn't told to use lube. There just was so many pieces to this that she didn't understand. So even if the candle would not have been a red flag to her, there were still other pieces that she would have gone into this in what I consider an unsafe manner. So if you do suspect you have vaginismus, definitely check with your OBGYN. Get a thorough physical exam from them because you want to rule out any barriers with your hymen, any fibroids, anything else that might be causing this condition. But I would say the other first line of defense is find a good pelvic floor physical therapist. We are trained in this. We are also going to do an internal exam and assess the, the, um, the structure of your vaginal canal, vaginal canal, but also the muscle tension, the muscle ability to contract and relax and coordinate those movements. And also we will be able to tell if this is a physical barrier or an emotional barrier or both. And we are trained to work with this and then to prescribe a treatment that is safe for you. And that might or might not include dilators. Like I said, some people are just not open to using something foreign. And if you are not open to it, that is totally okay. But if you are open to using something, we want it to be something safe. We don't ever want you to um, insert something into your vaginal canal that could get stuck or could create more pain or um, emotionally create more pain. So I just wanted to kind of touch on this topic today. There are other things that I've kind of been, um, I've had patients come to me in the past that I did not think were great recommendations. I think at one point a doctor had told someone to get a bob, and I had never heard this terminology, but it's a boyfriend on batteries, or um, some people like to call them a dildo. Um, these um, are made to go into our vaginal canal, um, but depending on the client, there are just better tools that can be used in a um, not as um, abrasive way, maybe emotionally, for some clients. Um, now I'm not talking about kink right now. I'm not talking about if you are 
willing and open to using that type of device, that this is not part of this conversation. This is strictly for people who have difficulty tolerating any sort of penetration. So really what we want to do is teach that client how to relax their pelvic floor and then slowly insert things of proper size that are made to go into the vaginal canal. So really what prompted this conversation was listening to your gut. And if somebody is giving you what you consider unclear advice or bad advice to seek out a second opinion, and that's totally okay. It is okay to not um, take advice that you don't feel fits well with you. Even if it is the best advice, it's okay for you to seek out a second opinion or to even ask why, um, what makes this a safe option for me? How do I do this? Um, because I don't want anybody to get injured, or if their goal is to have intercourse, I don't want them to be even more fear fearful of intercourse if they use the wrong tool to get there. Um, and part of what we can teach as a physical therapist is just how to um, safely go into a sexual practice or utilizing a tampon safely and without fear of injury to your pelvic floor. So just going back to this um, I think when I post this on Instagram, I'm going to post a picture of dilators just so you'll have a visual of what they are. But um, candles are not an appropriate tool to increase vaginal diameter or to relax the pelvic floor in order to tolerate tampon use or intercourse. Um, so if you have any questions about vaginismus or if you think you might have vaginismus, um, please reach out to me. I'd love to help direct you in the right way to find a clinician who can help you. And I hope everybody is doing well and have a great day.